You're listening to Rama for Today Radio. Abraham believed the gospel, and the gospel basically is three things. Jesus crucified, Jesus buried, and Jesus raised from the dead. Paul said, I preach Christ crucified, I preach him buried and raised from the dead according to the scriptures. And so that is the basic of the gospel. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. So far this week has been great. It's refreshing to know you're a part of something significant, isn't it? And we thank you for being a part. Later, I'll tell you about this month's special offer. It's your last week to get it at a substantial discount. But right now, let's listen as Jim Andrews speaks to you about the turning point. So I, I want to share a few things with you out of uh, uh, Romans, the fourth chapter. Romans, the fourth chapter. And I guess if I put a title on this, I'd call it the turning point. Uh, and because sometimes... Uh, you know, uh, uh, my wife and I, we spent three years in Guatemala, then moved over to Peru. We've been there about 32 years. And when we got to the country of Peru, the economy was absolutely horrendous. And uh, their money devalued uh, down to the point where our largest bill was a five million bill, uh, five million bill and it was worth uh, five American cents of a dollar. Okay, and, uh, uh, and of course, you go in and change money. You didn't change more than what you needed, and you get a basket full of money uh, and walk out with a basket full of money. Well, <clears throat> they cut the zeros off, changed the money system, and started over again. And then in the May uh, of that year when they did that, they printed a new bill that was a 1,000 bill that was worth $10 when they printed it. By December, that same bill was worth 25 cents, to give you an idea. And uh, there's no credit. Uh, there's no loans, and if you could find somebody to loan you something, uh, you know, in the credit-wise, normally the interest rate was somewhere close to 200%. And, uh, and of course, terrorism broke out in the country, uh, lots of fighting, lots of killing, uh, somewhere close to 58,000 people were killed by the terrorists during that time, and bombs going off, and then we had a man that rose up against us. Uh, we went to the Supreme Court of the land about uh, 13 different times. Uh, we had warrants for our arrest uh, in the country, couldn't get out, out of the country, couldn't get back in. And uh, I stand here as a witness that God has delivered us out of them all. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, it's, a, it's an amazing thing how the, 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 the devil motivated this man to try to get us arrested. The last time he wanted to get us arrested and put in maximum security. And the young man that was uh, working with us and living in the upstairs part of our home, he was driving the, the mission van, and they pulled in front with their armed guards, pulled him out by force, and looks at his ID and said, this is not Jim Andrews, let him go. And, um, but it's just amazing how God uh, works and, and delivers us out of those uh, those situations and he turned it to our good it was all about a rental house that we rented uh you know and and I, we didn't want the house we just rented the house but the guy had the idea that we were trying to take his house and he comes over to the office one day and you know people need to be careful what they say um, because uh you know jesus said out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh and he came over to the office and he said you know he said i know jim andrews uh, is a man of god and god wants him to have my house well you know I didn't want his house but he made that statement and it wound up that I owned his house (laughs) 
My wife said, uh, if I knew he wouldn't go to hell, I'd curse him and cause him to die. <laughs> Uh, but what my point is that, uh, uh, you know, in, in ministry, in life, uh, there is a turning point. Uh, and uh, many times people are looking for, uh, you know, the, 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 a, a specific place, a specific meeting where there's a turning point in their life. And, uh, of course, we understand that receiving Christ, when you receive Christ, there was a turning point. Uh, it was in my life anyhow uh, and so here uh, in in Romans I like the the, the book of Romans uh, mainly because it talks about the gospel and really and truly I never thought about this to just recently but the Romans the fourth chapter is a great chapter on the gospel of Christ uh, and and of course uh, uh, Paul said that he preached the gospel of grace so it's a great chapter on grace uh, but then again because uh, we're saved uh, by grace through faith it's a great chapter on faith uh, and 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 it talks about Abraham. Uh, you know, years ago, I don't know about you, you folks, but years ago, I, I heard somebody preach that Abraham believed God. And, and of course, um, I just took that and, uh, and, and just started preaching it. You know, one day I'm preaching away and I'm exhorting the people, Abraham, believe God. You know, you need to believe God. And a little voice on the inside said, uh, wouldn't it be nice to know what Abraham believed? And I thought, well, yeah, it really would be nice to know what he believed instead of just believe God. That's sort of general, you know, but what did he believe? And then I found a verse of scripture in Galatians chapter 3, verse 8 says, And the scripture foreseeing that God will justify the heathen preached beforehand the gospel unto Abraham. And so what Abraham believed was the gospel. How many are they? There's only one. But Abraham believed the gospel. And the gospel basically is three things. Jesus crucified, Jesus buried, and Jesus raised from the dead. And Paul said, I preach Christ crucified, I preach him buried, and raised from the dead according to the scriptures. And so that is the basic of the gospel. I mean, Jesus Christ came, Abraham looked ahead, and then I understood a little more that the double application in Romans chapter 4 when it said Abraham was fully persuaded. Normally we use that for us, but uh, you know, in the sense of faith. But it says that Abraham was fully persuaded what God had promised, he was able to bring that to pass. I believe Abraham saw off into the future because Jesus made the statement. He said, Abraham desired to see my day and he saw it. So how could he see the day of Jesus if it wasn't from the preaching of the gospel beforehand and Abraham put his faith in the coming Redeemer. And that's the faith that God counted as righteousness because he believed in the Lord Jesus Christ even before he came. Now we look back on the cross, we look back on the work of Christ, and we understand that it's a finished work. We look back and we put our faith on something that actually took place and the person that actually did it. But Abraham looked ahead and he was fully persuaded what God had promised he was going to bring into the past. In other words, he's fully persuaded that God was able to bring the great redeemer into this world and he was going to be crucified he was going to be buried he was going to pay the full penalty and cancel all our debt and God was able to raise him from the dead and that faith was accounted to Abraham as righteousness hallelujah so uh, let me start off with one verse of scripture in Romans 4, verse 16. And uh, <clears throat> then we'll jump over to the Message Bible and maybe read the whole chapter. And I'll point out a few things here. Uh, 
Verse, well, I'll tell you what, let's jump back up to verse 14, okay? And it says, For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void. Now, I believe that you could actually change the word law there to works or works of the law, okay? Now, it's interesting, Paul, in two places, he, he made this statement in Romans chapter 3, verse 20. He said, no flesh will be justified by the works of the law. In verse 19, he says, now, uh, we know whatever the law saith, it says to those that were under the law, which was the Jewish people. Uh, okay, so here I believe Paul's argument is basically this, okay? We're talking about God-chosen people. We're talking about people that God chose and we're talking about God's very law. And Paul's argument is, if these are God's chosen people, and this is God's very law, if they couldn't just be justified uh, being God's people and having God's law, where does it leave the whole world? The whole world is guilty before God. Okay? There's two groups of people, really, those that are under grace and those that are under sin. Because we that have received Christ, we're under grace, and those that have not received Christ, they're still under sin. Now, it's an interesting thing because I like the Amplified Bible in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, uh, verse 19. Brother Hagin pointed this book out uh, in his little book, Paul's Revelation. Uh, and the Amplified Bible says, it might not be an exact quote, but it says something like this, that God was personally present in Christ. I sort of like that because we see Jesus sometimes and we, and we, we look at him and, you know, and some, some cultures look at Jesus and they say, well, I don't have a problem with Jesus. It's his old man, you know, because he, he they got a bad image of God. And, and many times, uh, you know, people around the world have painted a very bad image of God. I remember years ago uh when my wife and i we started working in the bus ministry in the church that we received the lord and uh, we we go around the community and uh well the parents didn't come they sent their kids to church and we'd knock on doors every saturday to get kids to come to church and uh trying to get the parents also to come uh but these kids were a little wild i mean they they have no supervision their parents are not there and they're they're sort of like that you know they're just wild they'll climb the walls they'll climb over the climb over the pews and you know and it it could be real challenging when you have a, a 80 90 kids like that on a bus and then you have uh, several hundred of them like that in your church you know and and uh, so uh, the, the Sunday school superintendent he's in heaven uh, now uh, but he this this kid runs down the hall and he screams at him you better quit that running in the church isn't that strange they won't. now we motivate people to run in the church you're listening to Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagan you can find additional resources, including this message on our podcast, by visiting rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's offer is the headline news package, Extra Extra Read All About It. The power of God in you helps to save the world. In this great offer, you'll receive the best-selling book, The Believer's Authority, in paperback by Kenneth E. Hagan. The Name of Jesus, Legacy Edition book in paperback. Also by Kenneth E. Hagan. And meant to stir the world. Three CDs by Kenneth W. Hagan. And during International Rama May, both books and the three CDs are yours for only $24.95. That's a 45% savings off the retail price. To order yours now, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. 
You can also visit us at rhema.org to place your order online. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. And we know some of you still like to write to us, so if you need to contact us for any reason at all, please write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. It's always a pleasure hearing from you. Hey, listen, we also have a magazine called the Word of Faith Magazine, and you can go to rhema.org and you can read it online. That's right. Or you can download it. You can also, at rhema.org, you can also access uh, Rhema Praise and archived uh, conferences that we've had. And then you can, if you want to, you can listen to the Rhema for Today, our radio podcast. podcast. That's right. We also have a a Roku. Roku. We have channel there. That's right. In fact, I think we were one of the first ministries to get a channel on Roku. 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 That's right. Maybe I'll say it right next time. (laughs) (laughs) And, And you can also join us live on Sunday and Wednesday evening for our uh, Rama services right here in the Broken Arrow mm-hmm. campus yep. at rama.tv, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. on Sunday, that's Central Time. That's right. And at 7 p.m. on Wednesday for Hour of Power. Mm-hmm. We invite you to, to, to do that. And, uh, you know, just thinking about it, you can download the Rama USA app, app. Uh-huh. on your on iPhone, your smartphone, your iPhone, Android, uh, iPad, iPad, mini That's iPad, right. That's and right. then you can you can watch right there on that. Well, you know, there's we we what what we're trying to do is to use every avenue available to tell people about Jesus. That's what we're trying to do. And you know what? There's a lot of you that have become our partners. We yes. call them work partners. Yes. That helps us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll wrap up the week with an interesting message by Reverend Craig W. Hagen. You'll have to join us tomorrow to find out what he's talking about. So we look forward to being with you then on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. <laughs>